Coming up on the Always 100 Podcast, it's time for the Week 3 Reaction Show. Coming up next, stay tuned for that. Episode 83 of the Always 100 Podcast. Thank you very much for joining me live on a Wednesday afternoon from the, just outside Washington, D.C. Uh, it's uh, going to be a great show. Episode 83, as I said, the Always 100 Podcast. Week 3 recap in, well, 20 minutes, give or take, but I have a lot to say. So let's right, get right into it. But before we get right into it, uh, like, subscribe to the show on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free under the name Always 100 Podcasts, where you can find this show and the 82 previous shows on that feed. Thank you for joining me on this journey. All right, here we go. Week three was a lot, so I have a couple bullet points that I want to talk about. We're going to start in Los Angeles with the Rams and the Bucks. Look, it was the Rams proved that they're going to be one of the best teams in football if they didn't already. Um, the Rams giving up two first-round picks and Jared Goff, a former number one overall pick, and getting and a third-round pick for that matter for Matthew Stafford turned out to be a great, great trade for them. Matthew Stafford had two hundred three hundred forty-three yards and four touchdowns. The man's been phenomenal. He's got nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, one interception, sorry, through three games. The Rams' defense, again, is just simply put, the best defense in football. Aaron Donald is an all-time great. He got after Brady. I said they were going to get get him a little bit. They got, they, they got him a couple times, once, once or twice, I think. Uh, so the, the line did an okay job. Uh, but really, it was this is more about the Rams. I, I didn't take a whole lot uh, from the Bucks' point of view, uh, from this standpoint, I do think, though, for Tampa Bay's sake, uh, they better get somebody who can cover um, because uh, they're dead last against the pass. They're giving up 338 yards a game. I mean, sorry, that's just that's just really bad. It it, it just is. You got they got to get better than that. Uh, they got Murphy Bunning on IR. They got JPP hopefully coming back this week or next week. Uh, they just signed Richard Sherman today. I heard so. Uh, yeah, I think uh, for the Bucks standpoint, they got to get their pass defense right. Uh, Tom will be uh, just fine in my opinion. Uh, I threw for four, threw fifty five times though. I'm not exactly sure if I want to see that per se. Uh. Got to get a better running game if you're the Buccaneers because I don't think you want Tom throwing 55 times every game. I uh, did throw for 432 on 41 completions. Only had one touchdown, though. He did have a rushing touchdown there. So, I mean, not one of Tom's greatest games, but uh, really uh, that, that game, as far as I'm concerned, was all about the Rams and that defense and uh, Matthew Stafford trade paying off big time for the Rams. Next game on the list, 
let's let's go let, let's go to Cleveland real quick and talk about Justin Fields and the malpractice that we saw at, at, at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. I I mean Matt Nagy needs to be ashamed of himself. They they didn't change the game plan. They just let they just I mean. It, <sighs> They they gave up nine sacks to Justin Fields and they got and he got hit sixteen times. I mean, I'm sorry that you know that that's not that's not great. Um, the the only takeaway I I mean Miles Garrett is just a monster. He's the second or third best defensive lineman in the league behind Aaron Donald. I think Miles Garrett probably get my nod for the number two spot. Uh, the guy had four and a half sacks. They couldn't block him. The Bears' offensive line is still a joke. They have nine. They gave up nine sacks. Justin Fields, six of 20 for 68 yards. I mean, we know the guy's better than that. Um, I, I, I With the Bears, I mean, I think the defense is elite. I like Robinson a lot. Montgomery could be okay. But for me, I don't like the coach. I, I, I'm literally, when I start getting some more money for, the, for my new job that I just got, Matt Nagy at plus 700, first coach fired. Sorry, the guy's trying to get fired. I think. Because that that was, that was an embarrassing performance. That was embarrassing, man. And then they got Detroit at home next week. And now Justin Fields, Dalton, and Nick Foles evidently are now in the, in the starting uh, quarterback consideration for week four. I mean, what are the Bears doing? Seriously, what what are they doing? I, I I don't I don't know I don't I don't get this. Explain it to me, Bears fans. What like, what is your coach doing? Try 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 to enlighten the rest of us who are not Bears fans and won't torture ourselves to be a Bears fan. Okay, because I I think Justin would be really really good if you give him. Any level of competency um, at head coaching and a half decent offensive line, I think the guy can make plays. He still can throw a lot, um, and it, and he'll and he'll learn over time. But uh, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon in Cleveland was a very, very, very bad, very bad look and bad performance for the Chicago Bears. Next game on the list. We're gonna go to Arrowhead and KC because we gotta because I gotta I gotta get I gotta lighten up the mood. The Chiefs, the 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 Chief, the, the Chiefs defense, hey, folks, the Chiefs defense is absolutely atrocious. That is just the long and short of it. They stink. They they can't they can't rush the passer. They can't stop the run and they can't stop the pass. Now, Justin Herbert, two seventy eight and four touchdowns on twenty eight completions including the game-winning touchdown pass to Mike Williams, who had seven receptions for a buck 22 and two touchdowns. I mean, could you get somebody who can cover? Anyone? Could you get somebody that can get a pass rush? Hey, on the offensive side of the ball, Clyde Edwards-Lair, could you hold on to the ball, please? Could, could, could you try? Could you try and not get fumbled for back-to-back weeks? Like, hold, hold on to the ball. Like, you, you, you weren't doing this at LSU. What, what's going on here? Hold, hold on to it. And then Patrick Mahomes, I mean, look, I admit he's the best quarterback in football. I put him over Tom as far as talent-wise is concerned. But 
You don't see Tom doing no look, no look passes, trying to be cute and get all the get all the house of highlights of fame and all that good stuff. That that first interception, what what are you doing? What what are you doing? Seriously, that, like just throw it to him. He's open. Uh, don't no look it. He's wide open. Throw it to him. He's gonna have a first to go at the five yard line. And then the second one, the second one was just as bad, actually. But, look, the bottom line is, and I heard the other day the Chiefs go out here and sign Josh Gordon, which I'm happy for him. I I love Josh. Super Bowl 53 champion with my Patriots, who we'll get to in just a minute on the show. But uh, can Josh Gordon play defense? Can can, 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 can Can Josh Gordon cover somebody? Could Josh Gordon tackle? Could Josh Gordon rush the passer? Could, could Josh Gordon make the Kansas City defense not the most atrocious defense in the league? Because of because if he can do that, it's a great signing. But the last time I checked, he plays wide receiver, not corner. Or safety. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere until they stir up the defense. Now, lucky for them, they have a get-right game against the Philadelphia Eagles. And we'll get to them a little bit later, too. So they have a get-right game. They'll be they'll be favored by a substantial amount. They'll cover the spread. They'll beat the brakes off Philadelphia because the Eagles aren't very good. I think we could all admit that. But against any competent team, the Kansas City Chiefs fixing to be had because this this defense it is as bad as 2018 and actually might be worse. It actually might be a little worse than 2018 because that defense was horrible. And, to, and and when you got when they got against a competent court, Jared got fifty four points, Tom Brady thirty seven points in the AFC Championship game. I I mean come on man, like the tight the Titans a couple of years ago thirty five thirty two, I mean I mean four, 18, 43 points to the Patriots. I, I mean come on, you you gotta try and stop somebody at least pretend, because if you don't, you're not going anywhere, and if and if I'm Justin Herbert, his stock just keeps on rising. And that, and that's going to be a great Monday night game. Monday night in L.A., even though it's going to be a whole bunch of Raiders fans. But that game's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to sit down and watch Monday night football, Chargers, Raiders, Herbert versus Carr. Speaking of those Raiders, they went 3-0. and uh, They beat the Dolphins. Uh, they tried to give it up, though. They sure did. They were, they they scored twenty they were down fourteen nothing they scored twenty five straight points and then when it got to when it got to butt cutting time uh the Raiders defense w- what's going on here I, I I mean that's my big question mark it's not about Derek Carr for the first three weeks the guy's been sensational there's no other way to describe it he's been phenomenal he threw he threw two or three more touchdowns last week. Another two hundred seven, over three hundred yards passing. Okay, like he he's been really really good. They actually might have a half decent running game. I mean Peyton Barber, where where was this when you were when you were a former Redskin or Giant? Where was this or a Buccaneer? I mean, where did like where where did this come from? One hundred thirteen yards on twenty three carries and a touchdown. That'll work. The, my biggest problem with the Raiders is that defense, period. 
Um, it's not the pass rush. It's the secondary. The secondary can be had if you have competent quarterbacking. So, just something to watch out for. But Derek Carr, got to give the guys props. He's been sensational so far this season. Uh, as far as the other West team that went 3-0, and the Denver Broncos, I mean, they beat the Jets. All right, all right, what, what are we talking about here? I'm, I'm not going to bore you. They beat the Jets. They beat the Jets. The Jets stink. That's just the long and the short of it. So, it, it, it's it, congratulations to the Broncos, but at some point they're going to have to play somebody that's uh, going to be uh, really, really impressive offensively. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to see who they play this week. Oh, no, no, they're at home against the Ravens at 425. Now, that'll show me something. Now you beat them. That'll show that that'll that'll tell me a lot about what the Broncos can be, because uh, Baltimore escaped by the skin of their teeth, but they escaped in Detroit, uh, and because they have Justin Tucker, uh, no lead is safe if you're the opponent. If it's close, no lead is safe. So, uh, great job by Denver getting the three and zero, and Teddy Bridgewater has been very impressive so far, and so is the Broncos defense. Very very impressive uh, stuff going on. Another game that I that I have my eyes on, my Patriots hosting Jameis and the Saints. Um, look, uh, <clears throat> look the bottom. The, the, the Patriots stink offensively. I just I can't do this anymore. They stink offensively. That's just the long and the short of it. They can't score points. If you can't score points, you don't win games. That's just how it is. Okay? Mac Jones had three interceptions. I, I love Mac. But but he, he, he didn't play very well last night, the other night. But then that could be because the Saints actually could do one thing very well, play defense. They that, that defense is still real. Cam Jordan's still there. They can still rush the passer. They can still knock your damn head off. Malcolm Jenkins is still there to pick off any pass that any pass he wants to. Okay. So this could have been just a bad matchup for the defense. But for me, if I'm a Patriots fan, again, I I I, I need to figure out where. I, I I gotta see the offensive progression here. I I, I don't. Kendrick Bourne made the made his first catch that I saw this year. Really, okay. I mean, he had, I think he had nine for ninety six actually. So my apologies, nine for ninety six and a touchdown. So I'm, I'm sorry for to Kendrick Bourne. Uh, but I haven't seen Nelson Aguilar but one play. I haven't seen John U. Smith very much. Uh, the running game. Hey, look, the Patriots going to run the football, but unfortunately, the Saints can really stop the run. And the Bucks coming up Sunday night are the number one rush defensive football. So this is going to be on Mac Jones. And look, all this checkdowns and all this. No, man, open the playbook up. We got to see what this guy can do, because it's either him or his receiver or his skill positions, and you spend a whole bunch of money. This offseason, and as a Patriots fan, we're fixing to start one and four. I mean, maybe one and five, because I mean, because I'm, I'm not sure. I think you play. I think so. I think you got the the Bucks this week. That's going to be a loss. I think you're at Houston. 
and you got Dallas on on the national TV 425 game October 17th. You you that, that that's two that's two and four written all over it. And the AFC conference. So I, I I don't like what the Patriots are doing. Um as far as the Saints are concerned, uh look. I okay. I you know, they're they're okay. Get Camaro going a little bit more. I think Michael Thomas will be back at some point, maybe. I think. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he will be back, but uh, if he is back, that'll help a lot. Uh, help Jameis a lot. Um, I think the Saints can be frisky uh, just because that defense is very, very impressive. Uh, but. Yeah, I, I, I my takeaway is from the Patriots' offense. It, it's just it's just anemic at best. It really, really is. Speaking of another anemic offense, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers caught my attention this week because their offense is even worse than the Patriots' offense. It's even worse. Uh, big, big look. I think Ben. Ben has done a lot for for Pittsburgh. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. He's got, what, six or seven-time Pro Bowl or something like that. He's done a lot. He's done a lot for that team, done a lot for the city. But he just – I don't think he has it anymore. He's been hit too much. Um, the offensive line can't protect him. Juju Smith-Schuster's not getting open anymore. Um, so – it, it, I, I think I think uh, the Steelers are on a fast track to nowhere this year. I was very bullish on them. I, I have to I have to just come on on record to say it. I think I was wrong about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I thought they were gonna, if not win the NFC AFC North, be uh, in the second place slot because uh, I just go off track record and Mike Tomlin. But unfortunately, they don't have an offensive line, and if they can't protect Ben. Uh, or or run block for Najee Harris, who I really like. I really really like him. Uh, the defense can only do so much. They only they gave up twenty four points. That I mean, but when, when your offense is only scoring seven, you know, thirteen points a game, it, it's 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 just it's just anemic to watch, and it's very sad to see Roethlisberger go out like this. That gives me that takes me to one of my last two games that I that I, I had an eye on Eagles Cowboys Monday Night Football Cowboys home opener. Look, uh, it's week three and it's early. The the but Dak Prescott has looked absolutely phenomenal. Um, it, it's early, but hey, he probably should have about five touchdowns, at least four. Cause they 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 well. The refereeing has been suspect at best, but the guy, the guy was clearly over the pylon for the first, for the second Cowboy touchdown that that got overturned. The guy, they they, the guy was over the pylon, and they said no. But then he turned around, threw three more touchdowns, two to Dalton Schultz, one to Cedric. Okay, Zeke Elliott averaged what four, five yards a carry the other night. Look, the cow the Cowboys is very simple for them. If they run the football and they can stay remotely healthy, they're going to score a million points, a million. And now they actually, I think so far, actually have a defense that can actually turn the turn people over. They're going to get after the quarterback. They're going to knock your head off, and they're going to turn the ball. They're going to turn you over. 
Trayvon Diggs, pick six. Anthony Brown, that's what his second, third pick of the year already. Randy Gregory was a menace. Just 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 torturing the, the, the other offensive tackle. And Micah Parsons at defensive end. Keep him there. Just, just keep him there. He's really, really good at it, actually. And he's only going to get better. Okay, so there's a lot I like about the Dallas Cowboys. I also like they play in a sorry division. So they're going to probably win the division by three games. Because in their division, Jalen, I like Jalen a lot, but yeah, he's not ready just yet. He'll get better, but not just yet. Not ready yet. And I'm not even sure Philadelphia is going to keep him because I'm not even sure they wanted him to begin with. The Giants are just awful. They're they're horrific. I just they're no. I'm out on the Giants. No. And in Washington, and that gives me that gives me a segue to Washington and Buffalo before uh we talk about week four's games. The Washington defense, first of all, they don't even have a name. So let's start with that. They don't have a name. Secondly, they don't have a quarterback, because I like Heineke, I like his moxie, I like his guts. The teammate the team loves him. But when it but when it comes down to crunch time, look, I, I just think I, I'm not fearing this guy over Dak Prescott. I, I'm sorry, I'm just not. And the Washington defense has been very unimpressive. They they have not been impressive at all. They gave up 43 points the other night. 43 points to the Bills? Seriously? That's what Chase Young. Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, the, the, what was the number one pass defense in football? You gave up 43 points. And now you're going down to Atlanta. Atlanta can't stop anybody. But Calvin Ridley's still there. Kyle Pitts is still there. Russell Gage Jr. is still there. I, I mean, Washington's got to get that defense figured out. What, what is going on here? How, how, how do you how do you beat how are you this bad you were the you were the third ranked defense of the league just like a few months ago okay with 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 the defensive rookie of the year and you're giving up a million points and, and that's supposed to, I'm supposed to trust that when you go up to when you go down to Dallas and you're supposed to try, try and cover Amari Cooper, you're supposed to cover Cedric, you're supposed to cover Zeke and Tony Pollard, you're supposed to cover Dalton Schultz, and you can't, and you're giving up 43 points to Josh Allen and Emmanuel Sanders. I, I mean, I, I, I'm very unimpressed with Washington's defense so far, and they got to get it together because the schedule's only getting tougher for them from here on out. All right, uh, that is uh, my thoughts on the Week 3 Reaction Show. Uh, Coming up tomorrow, because today is not Tuesday, it's Wednesday, tomorrow on the Week 4 show of the Always 100 Podcast, a couple of big games to talk about, uh, none bigger than, simply put, the biggest grudge match in the history of the National Football League, Tom Brady versus the Patriots. Or really, Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick, if we want to just be honest about this. The biggest grudge match in the history of the league happening Sunday night in Foxborough. Um, and I, and I'll, I'll have very mixed emotions, and uh, I'll give my thoughts on that. 
um, tomorrow night on the show. Uh, I will all, we'll also be talking about uh, some of the games that are happening outside of, uh, outside of the Boston area, including the game in Southern California, the Vegas Raiders and the Chargers on Monday Night Football. That's going to be a phenomenal football game, and I can't wait to watch. That's just going to be great. It's going to be high scoring because can't, can't none of them defenses stop the other. So I'll just tell you over the total on that one. Um, what else are we going to talk about here? Carolina and the Dallas Cowboys. 3-0 and Carolina going to Dallas to face Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, and the crew after their big Monday night win. Look, I think that's good. That, that's just an interesting game because the Cowboys are in it. The Cowboys are just an interesting team to me. Okay. So, we'll see how they do. They're going going up against Carolina, who right now so far has proved to have a defense that's real, that'll really get after you. Um, I'm not sure about their offensive line, and I'm not sure about Sam Darnold. So, that's going to be a game we're going to talk about. And uh, I think we got two more. Arizona and the Rams play each other this week. Seattle and San Fran play each other this week. And... uh, the big four o'clock game. Well, the national audience will see Green Bay and Pittsburgh, but the game I'm interested in is Baltimore going to the Mile High City to play the Denver Broncos at 4:25 this Sunday. I think it's going that, that that's probably going to be a lower scoring game because of both defenses, and uh, I, I I I will have to see how uh, Baltimore does up there in Denver. I know in the playoffs they've won a lot up there, but this is the regular season, so. We'll see what Teddy B and Von Miller and the crew has for Lamar and company Sunday afternoon. All right, that is the end of the week through reaction show. My name is Quinn. Like, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and we'll see you tomorrow night for the week four preview show of the Always 100 Podcast. Stay safe and be well. Peace.